6 to 7 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. It is Flashback Friday, and as usual on a Friday, we catch up with our sporting stars of years gone by. We look back at their careers, the challenges that they faced on their journeys, the lows and the highs, and we, of course, use this opportunity to educate ourselves about the country's sporting heroes. And uh, tonight, we are going all the way to the USA. That's where we find our guest who continues to make her mark in the world using sport as a vehicle. She is now a champion for equality in global society and also for young women in sport. And through the work that she does with her foundation, she has become a social activist and an advocate for gender equality, inclusivity and diversity in both sport as well as the wider society. In South Africa, she was better known as South Africa's number one tennis player who reached her peak in the 70s when she was world number uh, well, she was a world number one ranked doubles tennis player in 1976. She was a world number 19 in the singles in 79 and she's also won the US Open doubles titles as well as the French Open mixed doubles title and our guest tonight is a former South Africa's Fed Cup tennis player Ilana Kloss who now resides in the US and um, she is really doing some wonderful work with her foundation along with her with a partner the legendary former tennis star of course uh, Billie Jean King and uh, Ilana was also recently honored by Tennis South Africa who named a tournament after her here in South Africa so we'll talk to her about all of that you can uh, if you want to weigh in on our conversation if you do remember Ilana Kloss if you can educate us the lines are always open you can call us on 891 you can also send us voice notes on WhatsApp. The number is 061-4104107 and our SMS line is 41391. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. And uh, let's uh, go back to California. Let's go to California live. And that's where we find uh, the tennis, former South Africa's tennis star and uh, now social activist Ilana Kloss. Ilana, uh, good evening from us in South Africa on SAFM. Thank you very much much for finding the time to speak to us. Pleasure to be with you, Tavisa. Um, things are morning here in California, but uh, always wonderful for me to connect with my roots and my homeland. Thank you, Eliana. We really appreciate it. You have a tournament named after you now in South Africa. How does that make you feel? Uh, actually, you know, it's an incredible honor uh, for me and uh, uh, a little bit sad that it's got... Uh, uh, cancelled mm. uh, due to the uh, the health issues, but but really a, a great honour for me, and more importantly, the purpose behind the uh, Ilana Class Invitational in Potchefstroom was really to give young kids, uh, young girls, an opportunity to earn some ranking points so that they could hopefully follow in my footsteps. Uh, you know, it's it's very difficult to. Uh, get uh, points for your ranking, and uh, you have to travel usually to do so. So in cooperation with Tennis South Africa and Billie Jean King, you know, we decided uh, that we would try to do something to help uh, young girls in South Africa have the same dreams as I did. So uh, it's a great honor for me, but more importantly, you know, we want kids to be able to have dreams and achieve them. So, you know, that's what I spend my time doing now. Mm. And and how did this idea of uh, this tournament named after you come about, Ilana? Did they approach you? Did you approach uh, Tennis South Africa? Well, I um, I have been talking to Tennis South Africa and Richard Glover, the CEO, yes. for quite a few years about finding ways that, um, you know, I could help. 
and uh, my partner Billie Jean King, obviously who played in South Africa in the 60s, uh, uh, suggested that why don't we do something in your name because we would like to honor, uh, you know, my legacy. And, uh, you know, together we came up with the idea of, you know, helping to fund uh, a couple of tournaments because we feel that that could make the most direct impact to help a lot of young girls, you know, earn these ranking points so that they can uh, travel the world and pursue their dreams. So it was really a, a collaboration with Tennis South Africa and um, I have to, you know, thank Billie Jean King because she uh, personally made a, a significant donation to help fund the prize money for the tournament. Mm. And and you did mention, obviously, that the tournament has been uh, called off because of the COVID-19 outbreak. And so have other tennis tournaments around the world, Ilana. Are these decisions that you, that, that you uh, support? Does sport play you, second you know, nature when it comes to situations like this? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, you know, I actually was in Australia last week um, for the World Cup of Cricket and, uh, you know, landed here in California uh, and the tournament had been cancelled. And I think um, while, of course, it's hugely disappointing, uh, you know, for the players and, and then you think about all of the sponsors and the fans and the people that work on these events, um you know, it, it's it's awful, but at the end of the day, I think, um, you know, the health of the players and a lot of the players actually are from all over the world and in some of their home countries, things are, uh, are quite advanced. And so I think uh, the right decision was made um, to, to cancel these events so that players can get home and be with family and... Uh, of course, you know, take significant uh, uh, precautions. So uh, while disappointing, I believe it's, you know, probably is the right decision. And as a former sports star yourself, I mean, some sporting codes are being played behind closed doors. Would you rather play in front of no one or not play at all? Well, I think that's a good good point. I mean, you know... uh, we do as professional athletes and I'm sure entertainers, um, you know, get energy from the crowd, right? Um, and, but I think, uh, overall, uh, I think it's a much a more complicated process because, you know, there's a lot of prize money involved and a lot of expense involved in, in putting on, uh, these events. And so if the tournaments were to happen without fans and there was no revenue coming in, uh, you know, it's complicated aside from, you know, you need people who are going to work there and it's mm. certainly not fair to them, uh, you know, to be there. But but as a professional athlete or entertainer, um, I think you want the fans there. You just get so much energy from them. And I think uh, that's a much better experience for everybody. I mentioned at the top of the show that you've now become a social activist, Ilana, doing some wonderful work through various foundations. Why is giving back so important to you? Well, you know, as a young kid growing up in in South Africa, I actually grew up in the apartheid regime and, uh, 
was always very uncomfortable about that. And because of tennis, I got to travel the world and uh, spend time with people like Billie Jean King and Arthur Ashe, who was the number one uh, African-American tennis player in America. And, you know, I got to see uh, the impact of what one person can do off, off the playing field. And, you know, I think tennis uh, is a tremendous platform to help do uh, good things. And uh, I've been very blessed in my life. And I just feel, uh, you know, anything I can do to give back is important. Uh, you know, when you give back, you, you receive more. And so, um, you know, uh, when I think back and, uh, you know, I was so proud to to be a South African uh, when uh, Mandela was freed and our country changed and uh, I serve on the board of the Elton John AIDS Foundation. Uh, I think you know that's a very important issue. I serve on the board of the Women's Sports Foundation and the Billie Jean King Leadership Initiative but all of that is um, about the fight for equality Mm. and uh, I just think it's so important that everybody can have the same dreams. It doesn't matter where you come from, what your religion, what your race, what your gender is, um, whether you're a little boy or a little girl, uh, you should be able to have the same dreams. And so I was lucky to be mentored by Billie Jean, and um, you know, my life was impacted by people like uh, Arthur Ashe and Nelson Mandela. So you know, for me, um, being able to give back um, really completes you know, who I am, and, you know, I am. It's, a, it's an honor for me to be in this position to help others. And did you ever get to meet uh, Nelson Mandela? I actually did get to meet Nelson Mandela, um, and Billie Jean was with me. It, it was wow. one of the things that she had said to me, I, I have to meet uh, Nelson Mandela, and so it took me about five or six years to arrange it, and actually Zelda Lagrange, his uh, executive assistant at the time, mm. uh, gave me a call, and I was in South Africa visiting my my mother. Uh, it was in uh, in the, I believe, late nineties, mm. and uh, the phone rang, and uh, Zelda said, "Well, Mr. Mandela is going to be at his uh, foundation offices in Houghton in two days' time." I uh, called Billie Jean King on the phone. She was in Arizona, <laughs> uh, her parents, and she uh, drove to Phoenix. She flew overnight to London and then to Johannesburg, and um, wow. we both got to meet him. And uh, I have to say, I when I walked into that room, I, I literally couldn't breathe. Um, it was just uh, an incredible moment, and... Uh, Again, uh, you know, as a South African, uh, I think he is has done more for the world, and more importantly, his legacy, you know, continues. And I think, uh, you know, for me, it's about what can I do today that's going to help people, you know, in the future. Um, so, but that was a surreal moment, and uh, uh, just to be in the same room with. Billie Jean King and Nelson Mandela was uh, was pretty special, I have to say. 
I can imagine. For those who've just joined us, we are catching up on Flashback Fridays with uh, Ilana Kloss, a former uh, tennis star, of course, former tennis professional and now a social and agenda activist. And she's joining us live from California. You mentioned, Ilana, that you are fighting against for gender equality, for inclusivity and diversity in both sport as well as the wider society. Are you winning the fight? I think so. I, you know, it feels like people are um, much more uh, open to these discussions. I mean, in America, you know, obviously the last few years with the Me Too movement and, you know, women really standing up and, um, you know, using their voice, uh, I think has been um, very helpful. But the, the truth of the matter is that the... Uh, diversity and inclusiveness um, is good for business. And, you know, young people nowadays, they want to work in an environment that is inclusive. And I think, you know, nobody wants equality just for equality's uh, sake. Uh, it's, it is the right thing to do. But at the end of the day, it's, it's good business. And I think um, things are definitely... Uh, getting better, although you know when you uh, when when you look back at history, mm. it it looks like things happen very quickly. But when you live in history, uh, things are are much slower. So you know we've got a way to go, especially uh, you know with the women CEOs, women on boards uh, in in sports, the prize money in tennis for women at the big events is equal, but in general, the investment um, that's put into women versus men uh, is, you know, is is not good at all. And uh, so I think we just have to continue to keep pushing and working towards uh, uh, more equality. But the main reason is that, you know, an inclusive and diverse society is a much more productive society. And if you can come to work and be your authentic self, you're going to be a much better performing individual, and that's good for business. So I think everybody, um, you know, straight, gay, doesn't matter race, religion, you want to be able to come to work and be totally comfortable in your own skin because you will be much more productive, and, and that is winning for everybody. That is a great stuff and great to hear. And I would think, obviously, your partner, Billie Jean King, is as passionate uh, as you are about giving back and, and, and fighting for, for equality and uh, for inclusivity. No, absolutely. And, you know, I think, um, obviously, she um, very much informed the person that I am today. But, uh, you know, I think we all stand on the shoulders of the generations that, come before us and I think it is important to understand history because that does help you uh, you know shape the future we've got on the line uh, tennis South Africa president mr. Gavin Crooks mr. Crooks uh, good evening and thank you very much for joining our conversation with Ilana to be so good evening to you and all your listeners and hello Ilana it's good to uh, good to hear you again yeah, wonderful to hear you. Yeah, I mean, it's good to be on the show with Tabishu. 
As Tennis South Africa, Mr. Crooks, you, you, you've recognized Elana Claus naming that uh, tournament after her in Poch. We know that it's been cancelled now because of the outbreak of COVID-19. Uh, uh, um, but was it a no-brainer to partner with Elana Claus uh, in, in something like this? Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's, uh, let me just uh, clarify that the both weeks um, of the events were named after and yes, have yes. been named after Elana, and it was... Uh, a unanimous decision by my board of tennis South Africa to do that. Um, the little bits I've heard of what Alana's been saying were uh, extremely compelling. Uh, and apart from and apart from that, you know, uh, tennis South Africa has a strategy of of recognising the achievements of uh, former South African tennis greats. Um, you know, so um it was a win-win it was a win-win for us and uh, certainly in terms of our strategy of of gender equality and promoting uh, women and tennis um you know it it very much fitted into uh, our, our our strategy so um yes uh, really really great and i guess it's also a way to also honor her and recognize her for her contribution to uh, tennis in south africa Absolutely. You know, um, it goes without saying that, that all sports uh, need role models. And um, Ilana is a role model. Uh, you know, and that, uh, there's no question about that. And um, the contribution that, that she made as a tennis player and the contribution that she's making to society, and in particular tennis uh, now, is, is really great. And, and um, you know, we certainly accept the fact that Tennis of Africa at the moment uh, we have uh, a number of challenges when it comes to encouraging women to play tennis in this country. I think it's a uh, common cause that uh, we're disappointed in terms of where our uh, our Fed Cup team is. Uh, however, we have a, a very enthusiastic and passionate uh, task force that uh, I formed, a ladies' task force, that are, are really doing some fantastic work uh, in terms of putting together programs for young ladies uh, and uh, their long-term athlete development uh, uh, as uh, ultimately uh, as tennis players. And um, we think we're on the right track. And I know that uh, um, uh, Renee Plant, our Davis, our Fed Cup captain, has, has been engaging uh, with uh, former tennis uh, greats. And um, so, yes, uh, you know, Alana... Alana is certainly one of the flag bearers in, in terms of uh, inspiring, inspiring uh, ladies to to play tennis and to um, to help South Africa and tennis South Africa become uh, one of the leading tennis nations in the world. Mm. And and maybe for those who don't follow tennis, who 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 would have taken part in this ITF uh, tournament that is named after Ilana Ilana Kloss? Well, from uh, a, South Af- uh, a South African perspective, uh, Chanel Simmons, who is our top South African yep. lady, um, she has been participating. And uh, last week she made the quarterfinals. Uh, and this week uh, she had also uh, made the quarterfinals uh, at the point that the um, the tournament was cancelled by the ITF. So um, that is probably, in terms of South African names, um, you know our top uh, our top lady. However, um, the young Klein Hunt uh, uh, lady or girl who um, is our top under eighteen girl, mm. uh, she she's played a couple of rounds. Um, she um, uh, she won the Grade Five at Potchefstroom the week before last. 
So, um, yes, uh, as I've indicated to you, I, I don't think uh, our, our ladies' names are well known in yeah. South Africa because our ranking, uh, their ranking at the moment is is not great. But as I say, it's it's all part of our long-term strategy in terms of bringing tournaments like this um, to to the country where uh, our ladies can, first of all, participate, and secondly, they can see the standard that they need to achieve. Because um, we always have to concede that in, in some way, South Africa at the bottom of the uh, continent of Africa, the costs of traveling are, are prohibitive at times, and particularly with an exchange rate where it is after a couple of weeks that we've had with uh, the virus. Um, you know, it just makes it even more expensive and it becomes even more important that Tennis South Africa can partner with people like Ilana uh, to have e- events uh, like this at home. Great stuff. Mr. Crooks, thank you very much for uh, joining us uh, here on uh, SAFM and, uh, and the wonderful work that you're doing. I know you did something similar also with uh, David Samai, uh, naming a tournament also after David Samai. So uh, well done to you and Tennis South Africa. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, Good evening to all your listeners, and uh, cheers, Alana. Good to hear you. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. Thank you very much there. Ilana, we're going to talk about your career, but you've done so much more after your playing days that it will be an injustice that we don't talk about about what you've done. You've also mentioned there is the, that you are a part of the Elton John AIDS Foundation. What kind of work have you done there over the years? And is there a specific focus on Africa? Yes, well, actually, um, you know, I think Elton John uh, was, he feels very fortunate that he had a, a great life and uh, wants to give back. And, and he and Billie Jean King are, are good friends. And uh, we, I got to meet him in the early 70s. And when he started his foundation in 1992, um, he asked me to join the board. And I think... Um, one of the things that was uh, important to me is, you know, what is the work that we were doing in uh, in Africa, in South Africa, um, because uh, obviously HIV/AIDS um, global uh, issue, and uh, personally to me, uh, you know, education um, was critical, uh, and so we have uh, invested, uh, you know, significant funding in uh, in South Africa. Uh, working with many local groups uh, to ensure uh, that we try to break the stigma that um, was uh, associated with uh, HIV and AIDS. Um, I think we are making progress, uh, obviously more work to be done, but um, you know, I think for people to uh, understand that it is not a, uh, a death sentence and um, you know, more importantly, um, you know, culturally that uh, it is, uh, it is uh, uh, a, a disease that can be eradicated um, if you're able to, you know, distribute the medication. So uh, very important uh, work and, uh, you know, we're still very much committed to, uh, to being involved in, uh, in South Africa and Africa overall. That is wonderful to hear. Now let's talk about your playing career for for those of us who've never seen you play. How do you look back at your playing career? I mentioned that you've won the U.S. Open doubles and the French Open mixed doubles. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I think um, it really did start um, 
as a, a young girl, uh, I was 11 years old and I was a ball girl at the South African Open at Ellis Park. Mm. And ball girls for Billie Jean King and Rosie Cassells and uh, all those players. And, um, you know, as a young girl, to be honest, there were not that many opportunities for me uh, to travel. They, they would uh, put funding into allowing the boys to travel, but uh, not the young girls. And yeah. I remember thinking, you know, why was it different because of my gender? And, you know, that made me want to continue to to give back. And, and you know, uh, as I think you, you're well aware, um, people tend to, to listen to you when you win, right? Yeah. And yeah. so... But I, I had so many people, um, you know, you never do anything alone. And so, um, you know, from my coaches, uh, Sheila Summers, uh, Russell Seymour, Simi Siegel, um, you know, the at the time Southern Transvaal Tennis Association, um, you know, they all helped and supported me so that I could have the dream and go uh, to England and, you know, I was fortunate enough to win Junior Wimbledon when I was 17 and um, and then, you know, go on to, to play professionally and uh, play for my country. Uh, I was incredibly proud to represent South Africa in the Fed Cup competition. I know Richard referred to that um, when we were talking and, you know, I think for, for young girls, uh, you just you want them to be able to have the same dreams and the same opportunities, and uh, I really do applaud Tennis South Africa now for uh, investing in in women's tennis. But to be honest, it's not only on the court, right? We need more women coaches, we need more women officials, we need more women, uh, you know, tournament directors. So I know you brought up. You know, how far have we come? Mm. We've come far, but we still have a way to go. And uh, again, I want to use uh, what I did on the court was great. But to be honest, um, the joy that I have is from, you know, all the things that I've done off the court. And hopefully there's a young uh, South African kid who, um, you know, is dreaming and about being a professional tennis player and maybe they can get their start in, you know, one of the local tournaments and that, you know, they can have the support from Tennis South Africa that maybe women didn't get when I was growing up. But uh, I think um, there's a great plan in place and... Uh, you know, I'm going to be watching and involved while I might live in America. <laughs> my heart is always, and my blood is always South African. So, uh, you know, anything I can do to help uh, on that journey, um, you know, I, as they say, I'm I'm all in. And how did you manage to play regularly um, overseas? Uh, did you have to leave the country to feather your career? Were you traveling from South Africa? I did, you know, I mean, unfortunately, um, you know, if you want to be a professional and, uh, you know, in my mind, professional is being able to earn a living, right? Have the dream yeah. of being able to do something you love and get paid to do it. Um, you know, there was not enough opportunity in South Africa. And so tennis is a, it's a global sport and um, there are tournaments all over the world and, 
for me, I, I went to America because um, I had an opportunity to play uh, in the first professional uh, tennis league called World Team Tennis. And mm. I was uh, drafted by the team in uh, San Francisco. And, um, you know, the, the financial uh, pay that went along with that allowed me to travel and um you know, pursue my dream. So, I, you know, I was very lucky because there was no professional women's tennis until the early 70s, mm. and that's just when I started to get uh, good enough. So, um, you know, but, but I had to travel. I mean, the only thing, South Africa used to have South African Open, which was yep. a phenomenal tournament with all the stars, and then we also had the Sugar Circuit, which was in... Uh, December and January, where all the players would come out, and it was a series of five tournaments um, in a row. But, uh, you know, again, because of the location of South Africa, it is far to travel. It means far to get people to come there. And more importantly, it's very expensive for our young players to travel overseas. So I think, you know, full circle, it comes back to uh, what opportunities can we create locally? Because I think it, it's what happens locally that makes you good, right? And mm. allows you to take that next step. So I think, you know, what what uh, Growth Point is doing, um, uh, what the other sponsors are doing uh, in South Africa uh, for tennis uh, is, uh, is amazing. And we just have to continue to get... Uh, companies and people to invest locally because that's where you start with your dreams and from there um, you know the the world becomes uh, possible but it's all about local investment and so you know I applaud all of the uh, companies that are investing in uh, in tennis and in sports in South Africa because sports really is a microcosm of society, and uh, you know, if you're active, you're going to have a better life. And so, um, you know, I, I just can't uh, can't speak enough to the fact of you know, uh, invest in our youth, invest in sports, and invest in uh, in education. We are also joined on the line by uh, Tennis Fundi, uh, Bruce uh, Davidson, as we continue our conversation with Ilana Kloss. Bruce, good evening. Thanks again for finding time to speak to us here on SAFM. Good to be with you, Tabisa. Hi, Ilana. Hey, how's it, Bruce? (laughs) Well, thank you, buddy. Thank you. It's so good to hear you on the show, and I'm just so honored that uh, South Africa have finally... Um, recognized uh, you and uh, have named that tournament uh, after you. It's just a great, great job there, man. Well done, man. Well, thank you. I know um, you've put uh, a lot into promoting sports, uh, tennis, netball in in the country. And, uh, you know, it it does take a, as they say, it takes a village. So, um, again, I'm not doing a whole lot of the work, but, um, you know, so thanks to you and, and everyone uh, in South Africa who, uh, you know, believes enough in me to, uh, to ensure that my legacy can be inspiring to others.
On that Thank note, you. Bruce, Bruce, why do you say it was so important for South Africa uh, to recognize Ilana Kloss? Okay, well, to be so, I first of all want to tell the listeners, I don't think that they know what an honor it is to have Ilana on your show. Mm-hmm. Um, without doubt, um, and um, with, I know Ilana's listening in, but Ilana is one of the most influential sport administrators in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, she has done more for the game uh, with her partner, Billie Jean King, than probably any other person has done they are just so powerful in their beliefs um, in uh, equal rights, in the rights of, of, of women, and incredible um, efforts have been made. And, you know, one talks about um, Billie Jean King being such an influential person, and I think that we must remember that uh, behind every strong woman is another strong woman in many cases, and mm-hmm. Ilana is there. And I tell you, when I watched Ilana... As a, I was a kid, and eh? I'm not. We're not giving away ages here, <laughs> Ilana. But uh, you know, when Ilana was at her peak, I was an inspiring young tennis player, and I used to watch this left-hander with this long ponytail uh, a, a play on court. She had the, a weird style, actually. Being a left-hander is already weird, but you know the way she served and the way she played, and I, you know, I just feel that she actually isn't being given enough credit for actually how well she actually does as a, as, as a player. And I think, you know, as Ilana said earlier in the show, if there were more opportunities for her, I think we would have had a better career for Ilana. Um, but it was tough for the South Africans. You know, she was the world's youngest number one, uh, South Africa's mm. youngest number one player. I mean, she was a, a, a doubles number one. I mean, one Grand Slams, one two junior Grand Slams, played for South Africa at the highest level an incredible athlete, and, and uh, actually exciting to watch. And I must say, Alana, a couple of years ago when you played at Wimbledon, we were watching the seniors there. I don't know who you were partnering there. I can't mm. remember. Um, but it was quite interesting. You still hit a mean ball, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no. I mean, the thing is, actually, my partner was Roslyn uh, Nidafer, Roslyn Fairbank, another Right, I remember that. As I say, uh, you know, if I can reach the ball, I'm dangerous. It's not so easy <laughs> to reach it anymore. But if I can get there, watch out. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think it was quite unique that you were a left-hander, Ilana. I mean, it, you know, left-handed players, you know, tend to have that advantage. We know that Rafael Nadal is actually a right-hander, but he was taught to play tennis left-hander because Tony felt that he would have a better advantage. We've seen that McEnroe. I mean, uh, uh, you know, do, do you think that that made a little bit of a difference to, to your success? Um, you know, I, I think uh, certainly because there were not that many left-handers around. I think actually also growing up in Johannesburg, right, at 6,000 feet altitude kind yeah. of shaped my game because, uh, you know, you served in Bali. The rallies weren't very long, and uh, I think that helped me a lot. In those days, you know, everybody was trying to get to the net. Um, very different now, different rackets, the strings. Um, yeah. you know, there's much more power in the game. Um but, uh, you know, uh, like I say, for me, uh, the best uh, measure of success would be to have, uh, you know, other young South African women ranked in the top, you know, 50, top 10 in the world. It's possible. We've got great climate. We've got great conditions. And I think um, if you give young kids the dream and opportunity, uh, you know, South Africa 
will have great talent. There's no question that we have uh, tons of talent. They just haven't been discovered or been given the opportunity. And, you know, that's really what it's all about, uh, you know, to me, to give kids an opportunity and to be the best they can be, whatever that is, whether it's professional, whether it's getting a scholarship to a school in America, or whether it's just being a great you know, local player, but you just want people to be able to have the dream and to be the best they can be. Um, So, to me, that's what it's about. Yeah. That is really great. So, Bruce, she was clearly the real deal from what you've seen. Was she a double specialist or or also a very good singles player? Because she did reach a career high of 19. Yeah, well, you see, she was a number one doubles player. So let's say she was better in doubles than she was in singles. I'm not going to say she was a double specialist, (laughs) but let me tell you something. To be number one in the world is an incredible feat. And number two, you should have seen her play with this uh, former player, Linky Borshoff. Yes. Now, Linky Borshoff and her were a combination of note. And they were, I think they were the strongest women's combination that we've ever had. Uh, they were just an amazing, uh, an Afrikaans and a Jewish girl. Now, an Afrikaans girl, Linky Borshoff was as Afrikaans as Feltskun, I promise you. And... Um, and, and, and here we've got Ilana, who is a, a Jewish girl, also quite unique to have come through. She's probably the best Jewish tennis player, most successful that's ever uh, played. She's won gold at Maccabi. I mean, she's just, she's been an she's amazing... Hall of Famer. Uh, 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 amazing uh, ambassador for, for the Jewish community. But here you've got a Jewish girl, an Afrikaans girl, <laughs> dominating the world scene. It was quite bizarre, but it was an incredible, exciting time for South Africa. And one thing about Ilana too, and I think Ilana hit the nail on the head about our altitude helping our players. You know, they learned to serve and volley at the altitude, but we also found that Ilana was able to win Junior Wimbledon on grass. She won a mixed doubles title at the French Open on clay, and Mm. she won the US Open doubles title on hard court, as well as the singles junior title there. So you you see the variety that often South Africans have compared to the Spaniards and, and the Italians that can only play on the clay and the South Americans and then the, 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 the other players that we're very lucky to be able to play on a lot of surfaces. And I think that was one of the, the key success stories of Elana, but she was a great doubles player, great doubles player. Better than a singles player, but still a good singles player. Wonderful. That's my opinion. Ah, that is a great... Wow, I mean, great. I, seriously, I, I, I honestly... Uh, Bossy, I, I didn't uh, hire Bruce to call in. I promise you. That. I, might have to, I might have to hire him now. But, you know, also, I do want to give a, a shout-out to um, to Whiphold because uh, they have been uh, supporting Fed Cup and, and women's tennis in South Africa. And, uh, you know, again, it's, it's all about the local people um, who allow us to do our dreams um so uh you know it, it, again it's uh, nothing would make me happier to uh have somebody do better than i did and uh you know i mean that's the measure of success right you want people yeah. to to be better that, that's it and we did actually speak to Whip, Whiphold on the show. I think it was last year where we spoke to uh, Louisa, the co-founder there, about the wonderful work that they are doing with Tennis South Africa. Uh, Bruce mentioned Linky Boshov. 
what can you tell us about Linky Bosch of Ilana? Because uh, you won a lot of uh, titles with Linky Bosch. We've got here the SA doubles titles in 1973, 75 and 77. And actually in 73, if our information is correct, you uh, beat Chris Everett and Virginia Wade in the final. Yes, very good. Very good. Well, I mean, you know, Linky, like Bruce said, we came from different uh, backgrounds. Uh, she grew up in Utenhag. I grew up in Johannesburg. We were, you know, put together to play doubles. And, um, you know, it, it was just amazing. Um, we didn't have to talk to each other. We each knew what the other one was going to do. And, you know, she was great at defense. I was great at attacking but the the most important thing um, is that you know we still the relationships that you develop on on the court and Linky and I are still uh, dear friends. She was at uh, Wimbledon last year. We got to spend time together, and you know literally it was uh, you know like yesterday when we are together. We we um, have incredible memories and. Uh, uh, you know, again, she retired in 1977. Um, to be honest, when she left, I felt like half of my soul left. Um, it definitely wasn't as enjoyable for me to continue playing because the two of us, you know, shared an incredible journey. And um, I think, again, it's friendships and relationships that, you know, you remember and you take with you, right, in your life. Um, the titles are wonderful, um, but they're very fleeting. Um, but the relationships and, and the memories um, are incredibly special. So, um, you know, uh, I, I, I think of Linky as, uh, as family, and wow. uh, we shared something very special, and to actually have shared that with a fellow South African um, made it even more so special. And I think sports has the opportunity to break down barriers and, uh, um, you know, just coming from different backgrounds, but, but really being able to travel the world and uh, in a way, you know, take South Africa on that journey with us uh, made it even uh, more special. And you also share something special with your partner, Billie Jean King. How much tennis do you talk in the house? Uh, sorry, can you repeat that? I'm saying, how much tennis do you talk in the house with Billie Jean King? <laughs> uh, well, we, we talk a lot about tennis, but, you know, um, to be honest, it's, it's just so different now. You know, we're so uh, excited and we're so proud of the money and the lives that these players have. And to know that, um, you know, in some way we were there at the beginning. I mean, this is the 50th anniversary this year of a group of nine players, the original nine, who signed a $1 contract mm. and broke away from the establishment because they wanted to create a circuit and to be able to be paid as professionals. And so... Um, you know, when, when we see what's going on in tennis today, uh, especially for women, we couldn't be prouder of, you know, the women today are living our dream. And that mm. was the dream that we had for them. And um, it's just phenomenal. And I want young South Africans to be able to have the same dreams that, 
that I had and to be able to to benefit. But, you know, as it relates to the players, um, we still, you know, we're still involved. Uh, Billy still uh, works with a bunch of players behind the scenes to inspire them. I am thrilled to be helping uh, Renee Plant, um, who's our yes. Fed Cup captain in South Africa. Yes. I am working with the International Tennis Federation, um, so, yeah, there's a, a, a lot of tennis talk, but, but mostly pride in, in what we've uh, been able to achieve. That is amazing. Elena, it's been a pleasure for us to talk to you. We've learned so much in uh, this conversation and we hope that our listeners have also uh, found out a lot about you uh, that maybe they didn't know or didn't even know about you at all. Thank you very much for finding the time to speak to us here in South Africa and I hope that you realize that uh, uh, people haven't forgotten the impact that you've made and uh, we're so happy to be speaking to you tonight. It's really an honor for us. Well, thank you and uh, next time I want to talk a little more about your career. It looks like <laughs> you've helped to change the world as well so um thank you and uh, look forward to uh, chatting sometime uh, in the future thank you please also send our regards to billy jean king i will i'll next time we'll get her on the show great stuff thank you ilana keep well and we wish you all of the best with the wonderful work that you are doing